Welcome back to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarbaugh. I'm here at the Brew Kettle Production Facility in Strongsville, Ohio, with Jack Kephart of Brew Kettle and Justin Curlin. We are on to the Major Lager. This is a new premium lager from you guys. It is in uh, six-pack, 16-ounce cans for eight ninety-nine. I had to I had to ask because it sounds crazy, uh, but this is this has been uh, my my go to one of my go to after work beers right now. It's the the value on it is insane, and the artwork is awesome, and it's a new it's a new beer for you guys. So talk a little bit about the beer. What was the idea of going into this, and 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 why six pack sixteen ounces at such a low price? Well, it's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, so 70% of the drinking population is drinking out of this one category, right? Most of them are drinking premium domestic style beer, right? Mm-hmm. So the Miller Coors and Buds of the world. And those consumers are looking to trade out, and they're looking to trade out into something that's local, right? Um, but most of them are very, I would just say, cost perceptive, right? They want to make sure that they're... they're uh, not going to spend too much money on it, right? So we wanted to add a, a value-added product that we knew would apply to that consumer that we call is craft curious, right? Maybe they're just starting to dip their toes into the craft beer scene, right? And mm-hmm. trying to find their first beer that they, you know, can come in. And being that we have, you know, the, the pubs, we get calls for every time. It's every, it happens every day. What do you got that tastes like Bud Light? Mm-hmm. What do you got that tastes like Miller Light, Coors Light? So... We said it's time that we, we do something our own and, and do it so that that consumer can, can you know, know that they're buying local too, that they're buying a local craft beer and they can be proud of, you know, what they're, uh, you know, what they're drinking. So um, this year just so happens to be the 30th anniversary of the movie Major League. And growing up in Cleveland, I'm sure everybody at this table, you know, can agree that Major League was probably one of our favorite movies as a oh, kid yeah. and um, so we, we knew we wanted to pay homage to that movie as well and we knew that that would captivate the Cleveland consumer um, and the state of Ohio and you know I think that's a that's a kind of a global phenomenon not just Cleveland but um, it's worked I mean people relate to it they understand what, where we're going with it we tried to make the artwork be subtle but at the same time you know clear yeah. that we were we were paying homage to the 30th anniversary of, of the movie um, and with this category, you know, there's just a, a, a huge number of drinkers. Uh, and we thought if we went to that aggressive price point, we could, um, you know, pick up some, some new drinkers into the category and, and help, uh, you know, kind of be a gateway beer for them. Uh, and, and so far, it's been so far so good. I mean, it's been a, a great launch for us. Um, you know, we're, we're still a small brewery, so at times it's hard for us to, to put out a ton of beer at one time. Right. And, um, you know, Jack did a lot of great work uh, preparing, you know, for the for the release, and uh, we were able to put it out there. And I know most of you guys are probably Indians fans that are listening to this. Uh, you know, we uh, we had a, an, a great deal with the Cleveland Indians this year. Um, we signed as the official beer of the club level, and nice. so the, the entire club level is all brew kettled out, you awesome. know. Um, and so uh, we thought that this would be a perfect tie-in, um, so we tried to hit that opening day uh, mark and get it out into the public right around that first second week in April and we were able to do that and uh, you know this canning uh, we've been using mobile canning um, you know we are uh, we're in the process here soon of, of moving over to a new facility that will have a, a canning line mm-hmm. for us so um, once we get to that point we'll you know this hopefully will become a mainstay beer for us you know absolutely my grandfather was that Bud Light Miller Light drinker his whole life 
if I put this in front of him, he would have loved this. This is something he would he he would consider himself a craft fan at that point. He and he, we could always get him to kind of drink like a Christmas ale or something, you know, around Christmas time. But it was just always he wanted he's he was always my beer has five ingredients, you know, that guy. And so it's like this is this is something that I could have put in front of him and and he really would have enjoyed and brought him in. He would have been that perfect uh, crossover yeah. candidate for it. it. It's funny because when I told Jack, you know, when we had the first conversation about this beer, you know, what we what we needed it to be, it just needed it to be crisp, clear, refreshing, easy to drink, right? And I think, you know, it's funny because, you know, my, myself, when, you know, my previous uh, career or previous job, I was with Founders Brewing Company, and we had launched, uh, Founders had launched a beer called Solid Gold out there, and you know, I, I was I was there for the the launch of that beer, and if I was to compare the first two launches, I mean, it, it's amazing what he was able to do in the first run. It turned out amazing. The beer was just super easy to drink. We did two test batches, and we tested those at different beer fests around town. I'm sure some of you guys may have, uh, somebody people listening may have been to those festivals and saw test batch number one and test batch number two out there. Um, test batch one was was the one that ended up winning and when it went nice. in our hearts and uh, that's the lo- the the liquid that you're tasting now and you know to be honest with you I I, I don't think he could have done it any better in the first go round it's it's fantastic so and Jack it's got to be fun to kind of brew a nice clean beer now yeah yeah. I mean most brewers that I know anyway you know take pride in brewing lagers just because they you know it, it's tough to hide behind you know anything so this was just an interesting uh, blend of trying to blend a, a a light lager you know a true maybe not calorically light mm-hmm. although it is on the lighter side being that it's only four and a half you know percent alcohol but also trying to you know give it a few notes of you know that craft flavor which we, which we did with uh you know just a, a quick late addition of uh, uh citrusy american hop Oh, nice. Just to, you know, give it that, you know, initial citrus character up front. And then the grain bill has, uh, we went with rice as the adjunct to lighten it up, but then we used Vienna malt to try to give it, you know, to bump up that malt character, yeah. even though we were lightening lightening the body and the color. So, so you're getting a little more malt character out of it, given the color of it. So that's what we were going for. And you, you know, you're talking about the brewing a, a nice clean beer and having something in my travels it, it's it's been interesting to hear you know somebody goes into a place a brewer generally goes into a new place they're trying a lager first and that's where i tell people at, at work all the time is it's nice to have a lager there's you know if somebody knows how to brew beer if they can make a good lager if they can make a good because like what you're saying jack there's nothing to hide behind mm-hmm. and this is this is something that's really nice, balanced, easy drinking, crushable. I mean, if it, if I'm sitting at home one day and I don't have anywhere to go, I could probably go through a whole six pack pretty easily. Yeah, uh, it's a really it's a really nice beer. And you were mentioning a little bit about the canning. You've you've been bottling pretty much the whole since Brew Kettle's been out. Now you're slowly getting into into cans. What was the what was the in, what was the move into that shift? Well, I, I mean, it's pretty obvious. If you look at grocery store sales or sales in general in the state of Ohio, bottles have been declining uh, significantly over the last couple of years. And 
Um, we just feel like, you know, cans of the future, actually it's a little bit better for the liquid. There's no exposure to light, a little less oxidation in there. There's less room for oxidation. Mm -hmm. So to me, and it's lighter and easier and usually cheaper as well. So uh, it's just a better format all around for us. And so we will be transitioning all of our products into into cans. So everything we, will be yes, in cans. Yes, everything will be in cans moving forward. We're um, probably, you know, two months away from having everything transitioned over, but um, it's, you know, late summer, you'll see everything from the brew kettle is going to be going in, into cans. And, um, you know, we, we uh, made that announcement, I don't know, about four weeks ago through Rick Arman at Ohio.com and all that. And, uh, you know, he was, uh, wrote a nice article about it and you know it's just the future of craft beer to be honest with you and and we felt like it was time for us to make that change uh and and you know as we move into this new facility um you know it, it's becoming easier and easier for us to do these kind of things so um this this was just our first kind of uh entry into it this year um and you know like i said moving forward you'll see a bunch more of that coming well, there's a perfect style to do it with, too, yeah. and, and the perfect kind of as you're trying to get into that market. Yeah, it's a perfect game day beer. It's a perfect yeah. lawnmower beer. It's a perfect beer for, you know, people that just want something with a little bit more flavor and a little bit more. And it stands up against the other competition as well. I mean, there there are there are some great beers in this category coming from craft beer, brewery, other craft breweries. I've always been a fan of Scrimshaw and a, a couple of the other ones that are yeah. out there. They're, you know, in that same kind of category of easy, light, crushable beers. Um, and I feel like, you know, jacket to ball out of the park. I know it's a baseball beer, but that's yeah. a, a good pun for that. I Absolutely. mean, you really nailed it. So, uh, And again, like you were saying, what we were talking about with the Shandy is you buy this and your money's coming back into Cleveland. You're, you're, bo you're, go you're not sending your money out to Scrimshaw or someone else. Yeah, you're keeping it. Yeah same category i just feel like you know for the first go round of this beer um you know i don't i don't feel like there's anything that we need to change it's it's just very very easy to drink and uh, really really good i love the logo and i think everything just kind of uh, fell into place with that what well, pops it definitely pops on the shelf uh people people definitely are drawn to the logo you guys did a really good job with uh, getting the artwork commission for this is really really well done and you know like you were saying with cans you know you can take them more places now too yeah. and so you know maybe somebody who was passing up brew kettle beforehand because they couldn't take it to the beach with them or somewhere yeah. now they're picking up that product because they can they can take it with them too so and it's priced aggressively so you know some person might have walked in there and said i want to try a new beer but i want to you know i got to watch my you know my finances or whatever how much money i spent on beer and um, you know, this, they don't have that apprehension when it comes to this brand right. and, and it's a value. So you're, you're, you're not getting a 12 ounce can. You're getting a, a 16 ounce can yeah. at, at, at 899. You, yeah, ca you it, can't beat it. It's, it, a, it's an unbeatable. It's worth trying once. And what, and yeah. then, you know, that's really the hardest part is getting that first sale, right? Once they right. pick it up, if the beer stands the test, then people will come back. And They're coming back, the yeah. beauty part is, is, you know, we've already seen the rebuys have been good. So. It's been a it's been a, a, a good good beer for us. I know what I would eat with this. A nice another good grilling out beer, burgers, some hot dogs, some brats, or something. What in your guys's professional opinion? Uh, what would you what would you say is going to go? I, I mean the same thing that you're yeah. saying. Your traditional ballpark fair, that kind of stuff, picnic fair, whatever you're taking to the you know down to a picnic at Edgewater or wherever you yeah. go to, to drink beer and eat at a barbecue would be perfect for it. So yep. 
you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, it's it's a nice uh, anything you really want to eat, you're going to be good. Yeah. It's a, it, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, anything else about this beer you want to get out uh, that I might have forgotten to cover? No, I, I think, think it's all right. Sounds good. Thank you guys again for your time. Tune in next week for another all new episode here at the Brew Kettle.